and especially, of course, good health to everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for being with us tonight. Happy New Year. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to a brand new year on the Celine Dion podcast. My name's Sean. How are you doing, everyone? I hope you had a fantastic Christmas and a great new year. This is our first show of 2015 then, but we'll keep you right up to date with everything in the world of Celine Dion. Of course, we've got some brilliant performances coming up for you, some live songs, some old songs, some new songs, some rare songs. It's all in there for you. And of course, we've got some brilliant interview clips to bring you as well from over the years. Now, to get the show started this year, we ask for your suggestions on what the first song on the Celine Dion podcast of 2015 should be. And well, there was one clear winner. It's a new year, so that means it's a new day. Let's get the show started this year. A new day has come. I was waiting for so
brilliant way to start the show this year. That is the 2002 classic, A New Day Has Come. Thank you so much to everyone who got in touch to suggest that song. Now, just hearing the song again, it got me thinking of the one and only time Celine performed this song live on the Taking Chances World Tour. It was in Seoul, and, well, she forgot the words. Let's have a listen. There of A New Day Has Come from when Celine performed a song live in Seoul uh, in March 2008 as part of the Taking Chances World Tour. Now it was actually the only time, like I say, the song was performed in the whole tour and I would imagine it's actually because of the mistake you just heard there that it was never performed again. But it's okay, she's allowed to make mistakes, we love her all the same, it's, it's no problem. Um, if you are interested of course in seeing the whole clip, uh, or the whole performance there of that clip, uh, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, just go and search for A New Day Has Come live in Seoul and I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, first things first this month then, I want to say a huge thank you to Vic at CelineDionForum.com. Uh, they gave the show, the Celine Dion podcast, a mention on their Facebook page and I'm really grateful for that. So thank you so much, Vic. I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year. Also, huge thanks to Davey uh, who made that happen. Davey runs the Facebook page and website Celine Dion, The Power of the Music, which is a great resource if you're interested in all the various um, promo CDs and uh, collector's editions of all of Celine's discography. Please make sure you give that a visit. Thanks, guys. Really do appreciate your support. Right, before we bring you up to date then on all the latest news in Celine Dion's world, let's take another trip down memory lane. It's been 10 years, can you believe, since the tragic tsunami that rocked Asia on Boxing Day 2004. And back in 2004 and 2005, Celine got heavily involved in the efforts to raise funds for the family. So let's hear what she had to say at the time, and then we'll hear in some small way live. Well, this is something that uh, we're really looking forward to. Like everyone else in the world, I was devastated by the loss and suffering of all those people in South Asia because of the tsunami. I can't believe what they went through. We decided we had to do something and we figured, you know, let's dedicate one of our shows and raise a lot of money to help them out. Our goal is to raise a million dollars, but we're hoping to go way over that. All the money is going to go to UNICEF to help these people get their lives back. It's going to be a very special night for a great cause. And the support we've been getting from our sponsors and the fans has been amazing. Well, when we found out how devastating this catastrophe was, one of the things we wanted to do was to make sure that the help and the awareness would continue for a long time to come. You know, this was one of the reasons we choose to dedicate this performance several months after the tragedy occurred. To remind people that even today, there is so much left to do for the recovery efforts. We also chose Mother's Day because of the special meaning it has for families. As a mother, I feel we have to do whatever we can to help those whose lives have been changed forever by this tragedy. We could never, never imagine what they've been through. But hopefully, one day at a time, things will get better for them. That's what we're praying for. Like everyone, my heart has been broken by the pain and by the loss and suffering of so many. But the world is answering the call. Everyone wants to help. And tonight is your chance. Please give whatever you can. 
the people in South Asia will need our support for years to come. Thank you for your generosity. Vous savez, tout le monde veut aider. Et ce soir, c'est votre chance de le faire. Les gens en Asie souffrent et auront besoin de votre aide et de notre appui pour des années à venir. Merci de votre générosité. I dedicate this next song to all the people in need. There's a tree standing there in such an ordinary way. But as I look around, everything keeps changing. There's a leaf on that tree, and it flows into a stream. And like everything, it gets carried away. A lovely live performance of In Some Small Way. That performance there comes from the CBC Tsunami Relief Telethon, which Celine took part in on Thursday the 13th of January 2005 to help raise money for the families of the victims of the Asian tsunami. Right then, so this past month, lots of wild speculation on how Celine and the family spent Christmas. And truthfully, no one really knows how the family spent Christmas or where they spent Christmas. And you know what? That is exactly how it should be. They're entitled to privacy as much as anyone else. But that doesn't mean there won't be some wild speculation. Uh, Everything from Celine spending Christmas at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida to her spending it at the ski slopes in Montana. Also, if you didn't hear this one, a wild rumor also that Celine has apparently got her hair cut very short and dyed it red. So believe what you will, but absolutely nothing confirmed and I think that's exactly the way it should be. 
What we do know about Christmas, though, is Celine and Renee and the family sent all their friends, including Julie Snyder, a beautiful box of chocolates. Now, mine's obviously got lost in the post. Um, but inside the box of chocolates was a lovely little note uh, that read, Life doesn't need to be perfect to be wonderful. Life doesn't need to be perfect to be wonderful. How beautiful is that simple statement? Absolutely love that. You know, simple but very, very effective. A box of chocolates with the note that Celine, Renee, Renee Charles, Eddie and Nelson sent to Julie Snyder. Now, uh, also this past month, uh, Jarvis Cocker, uh, who is the lead singer of UK band Pulp, uh, performed a cover version of Celine's The Power of Love. Now, uh, see what you make of this. I'm not quite sure what I think, but here's a clip and you can make your own mind up. The whispers in the morning Of lovers sleeping tight Are rolling like thunder now As I look in your eyes I hold on to your body Every move it makes Your voice so warm and tender A love that I could Not forsake For you are my lady And I am your man Whenever I reach for you Do all that I can So, what do you think of that? Jarvis Cocker's version of The Power of Love. Not sure what I think, to be honest, but let me know what you think. If you are interested in seeing the full performance, uh, just visit Celine's official website, CelineDion.com, because they also reported that news this month, and uh, there is a video there for you to watch if you're interested too. Now, let's get back to some music now. We've got a stunning live performance of Celine's French song, Je ne vous oublie pas, coming right up. But first, let's have another interview clip, this time from Good Morning America, back in 1995. Here, Celine discusses with the host how she learned English and the difference between performing in French and English. I, I think most people know French Canadian by birth, native mm -hmm. French speaker. Correct. I was born in the province of Quebec with 13 brothers and sisters and we grew up in a French culture. So I started to sing only in French. Why are there no mm. French Canadian teams playing for the Stanley Cup? Don't <laughs> why, ask me. Why is Montreal and Quebec out of it? It hey, is a heresy. Heresy. Just to too bad, eh? You sing in French. <laughs> do, do, do albums in foreign language sell in the United States? Is there Actually, a market for it? when when I started to uh, to come in in America, um, people knew because I was telling everybody I'm French Canadian and I grew up in a French culture, and they said, "Oh, we'd like to hear your French singing." And then I did a few shows here, and I was singing one French song, and they seemed that they liked it, mm -hmm. and they were asking for my French material, and they asked to. They had they had to uh, call Canada, come home and buy the records, and so it was uh, with the demand. People demanded the, my French records pretty much, to, so they decided to uh, release the French album. Didn't you tell me once that you learned to actually to sing in English before you learned to speak it? The truth is, I because my brothers and sisters all they're all musicians, and right. they used to play the Beatles and the Janis and uh, Jacqueline right. Aretha Franklin and Stevie Wonder, so they I used to hear. Anglophone music pretty much right. because we're quite Americanized and uh, I did my first tour when I was 14 years old and I was singing what a feeling everybody in the audience were standing up dancing with me and I didn't understand a word of what I was saying. <laughs> and so you learned your English at, uh, at Berlitz, right? I went to Berlitz School in Montreal seven years ago because I wanted to communicate more, understand every word and be able to do interviews and share more than a song with the people. So I went to school to learn English. So you can honestly stand up in front of a crowd and say, Ich bin ein Berlitzer. I can say, yo mother, yo what's up, pretty easily. <laughs> but it's pretty amazing because when you go to school, they teach you perfectly. How do you do? It's so beautiful. Hum, they print the H's and everything. Right. It's and then you go out and that's what you hear, yo, what's up? Yeah. Hey, yo. Well, and you don't sing with that, you can't sing... Uh, uh, oh, you can if you want, yo, mother, yo. Yeah, but, but you can't sing with all that perfect pronunciation because so many times lyrics are, are sort of uh, modified, you know, to, to, uh, to fit the meter of the music. 
And so well, you have to sort of drop the H's or sing in sort of a... Sometimes you have to do that, but what's fun about the kind of career I have, it's that I can sing in both languages. I think the language of the music is, is very American. Mm. It's Anglo-Saxon, it's so... And, and if you want to say something, it's pretty to say it in French. French is very romantic, so I enjoy both. Sans doute, j'aurais pu m'éloigner Comme si j'avais perdu ma route Comme si j'avais changé Alors j'ai quelques mots tendresse Juste pour le dire Je ne vous oublie pas Non, jamais Vous êtes au creux de moi Dans ma vie, dans tout ce que je fais, mes premiers amours, mes premiers rêves sont venus avec vous. C'est notre histoire à nous. Je ne vous oublie pas. Non, jamais. Vous savez tant de moi, de ma J'en fais Alors mes bonheurs Mes déchirures Se partagent avec vous C'est notre histoire à nous Je ne vous oublie pas Parce que le temps Pour mettre en cage Nos rêves et nos envies J'en perds le prix La vie me sourit ou me laisse Quelle que soit ma vie Je ne vous oublie pas Non, jamais Vous êtes près de moi Dans ma vie Dans tout ce que je fais Mes premiers amours Mes premiers Beautiful live performance there of Celine's Je ne visible pas. I absolutely love that. That performance comes from the French TV show Le Col de Fans, which means the school of fans. And of course, the title of the song in, in English means I won't forget you. The song did really well in French speaking territories, actually. Got to number two in France, number three in Quebec, number 21 on the Swiss charts, and number four in Belgium. It is, of course, featured on Celine's French Greatest Hits package on a Chandra Pas. 
Now, I'm sure you've heard on the show before, or you've maybe heard heard elsewhere, Celine's vocal training exercises and warm-up techniques. Uh, well, also, uh, like me, I'm sure you've always wondered uh, what Celine might sound like when she's got water in her mouth and she's trying to sing My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> I'm sure you've always wondered this. Just in case you have, we've got a clip for you. How lucky is that? Here we go. Absolutely hilarious. That comes from when Selene appeared on German TV show Wet and Das back when she was promoting the Taking Chances album. I think that's absolutely brilliant. What other pop star would be willing to do that? Good on Selene, good sport. Now, next up on the show then, this is an unreleased song for you. The story behind this song then is in 1997, this was meant to be included on the uh, Let's Talk About Love album, but for various reasons it never made the cut. Uh, this is Is Nothing Sacred Anymore, written by Jim Steinman. The song was eventually recorded by Meatloaf and released by him, but this, I believe, is the original version. If you've never heard this before, do let us know what you think. This is the unreleased Is Nothing Sacred Anymore. If a love as strong as us could make it all go
absolutely beautiful is Nothing Sacred. An unreleased Celine Dion song. If that's brand new to you and you've never heard that before, please do get in touch with us uh, and let us know what you think. Uh, we're, of course, on Facebook. Just search for the Celine Dion podcast. Or if you like, you can email us. It's Celine Dion podcast at gmail.com. Now, lots of listeners getting in touch with the show this past month with uh, shout-outs, requests, and things like that. So here's just a few uh, of the uh, people who got in touch with us. Thanks so much to Cho Han uh, for saying hi. Also, Tracy Miller, thank you so much for commenting on the Facebook page. Hannah Gura, thank you also. We'll have your requests come out later on, Hannah. Also, a big hi to Jeanette Silva and Harold Shafik, Magali and Doris. Uh, next up though we've got a song request from one of our listeners this was suggested by James McDonald who comes from Scotland same as me James hello Uh, this is a brilliant song from the Celine Dion Taking Chances album this is Fade Away Happy New Year James this is just for you I learned from the past not everything lasts I understand that now everything changed when you walked away but I'll featured on Celine's 2007 album Taking Chances that was suggested today by James McDonald. Thanks again James for getting in touch with the show. So another 10 year anniversary has recently just passed. Can you believe it's just over 10 years since the Miracle album was released? So it's a new year so let's focus on this album which focused on new life. We'll hear a feature from UK TV show this morning then we hear Miracle live. French Canadian superstar Celine Dion has already conquered the world of music with her multi-million record sales. She's now gone on to mark her own personal fascination with babies by collaborating with photographer Anne Geddes in their new project, Miracle. When you go close to purity, it's so powerful 
the best thing to do is just put them naked in your hands and kind of like trying to show to the world that this is what we're this all is where about. it starts yeah. and this is the only thing that there is That's and this is where we start to make a better world close the eyes oh gorgeous as far as I'm concerned there are so few people in the world who could come into a project like this with all of these beautiful newborn mm. babies and totally fit and just embrace the whole thing. Celine has been a fan of Geddes' controversial images for some time, but it was cancer that brought the two women together. When I first met Celine, she was incredibly kind to a, a little eight-year-old girl we were very close to who has since died of cancer and um, she was a huge fan of Celine's and I had heard that you were a fan of mine, so I thought, well, maybe um, I could get Celine to contact her. And I thought, look, you must be so busy, you must get so many requests. But I tried anyway, and you did. You know, I remember her words. She said, "Don't be silly. It's no problem. When someone asks you to do something like that, you do it." And I've never forgotten that. And then I heard that you were pregnant, and I thought, oh, oh, well, that's interesting. The youngest of 14 children herself, she tried unsuccessfully for six years to conceive her first child, and thanks to IVF treatment, she was finally rewarded with the birth of René Charles in January 2001, and promptly flew to the States to take his first picture. When our son was born, it was a, a kind of a dream come true that she was going to photograph our son. And it was quick, very professional, it's very difficult to give your child to someone that you don't know, even though I respect and I admire her work. The people who work with her, um, I don't know them, and I didn't know Anne personally. So when they took our son, and I knew how loving and careful they were, I became very, very secure, and I wanted to go for that. Already crowned as the biggest-selling female recording artist in music history, Celine felt it was important to shape her newest venture in a way that celebrated her own passions. I want to put a visual in my life. I wanted to put a visual for my fans on stage. I wanted to do something more to, to be a partner of my music that I'm doing. Because I can't just go and do a lullaby album. I, it has to be more. Love songs. Love songs with the images of the world from you, with those miracle babies. This is the same thing for me. It's like, it makes it unique. The babies are the real stars of the show. And as I said, for you to be able to be in this book with over 100 newborn babies and, and hold your head up high is, is a tribute to you. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Thank you for it. I want people to say, oh, look at all those beautiful newborn babies. Who is, she? <laughs> Who is she? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Really? And to save your life 
live at the Ellen Show and before that you had Celine talk with Anne Geddes about how the Miracle Project came together. Uh, now actually did quite well this album around the world considering it was really aimed at a narrow target audience of mothers with children. It uh, got to number one in Belgium, also number one in Canada, uh, number four in the Netherlands and in France, also in America and number five in the UK. Can you believe it's been just over 10 years since Miracle? Crazy, isn't it? Uh, right, last month we reported on the show that on Friday the 9th of January this year, uh, there would be a special tribute to Celine on Broadway. Yes, that's right. This took place on Friday the 9th of January at uh, 54 Below in New York. Uh, this was the biggest stars of Broadway performing the songs of Celine Dion. All the songs you'd expect were performed on the night, but we've got a short clip for you here of uh, Ariana DeBoss and Kate Rockwell performing Tell Him. This comes from Broadway. Loves Celine live there at the Broadway Love Celine Dion event held in New York on Friday the 9th of January. We'll hopefully have more clips from the show on next month's podcast for you. Now moving on then, another request for you here. This is for Jeanette Silva who got in touch with the show asking for this beautiful song from Falling Into You. This is of course, Call The Man.
call the man he's needed here. Beautiful, Call the Man, of course, from the Falling Into You album, was released as a single in some countries around the world, got to number 11 in the UK, 8 in Ireland, 45 in Belgium, and 69 in the Netherlands. Call the Man, thank you to Jeanette Silva for requesting that this month. One final request to come for you this month then, this comes from Hannah Gura, she suggested The Power of Love. And I found this performance live on Top of the Pops from January 1994. The Power of Love, live.
The Power of Love, live at Top of the Pops, back in 1994. A request there for Hannah Gura. Thank you, Hannah, for getting in touch with the show. Right then, just before we leave you this month, just time to tell you, still no news, I'm afraid, on when Celine plans to return to the Coliseum in Las Vegas to resume her show there. Uh, there is rumours se- uh, speculating that she'll be back in June this year, but absolutely nothing confirmed so far. Uh, what is confirmed is that Elton John, Rod Stewart and Shania Twain will all pick up extra dates at the Coliseum to continue to cover for Celine in her absence. Also rumours speculating that Mariah Carey is in talks to do a series of shows at the Coliseum but absolutely nothing confirmed on that. As soon as we've got more news on when Celine plans to return, I promise you we'll update you on the show and on our Facebook page. Now, we'll be back with another brand new episode of the show next month. That's February, of course. Uh, If you'd like a mention on the show or indeed have a song you'd like to hear, please do get in touch with us. You can do so via our Facebook page. Just search for the Celine Dion podcast on Facebook and you'll be sure to find us. We're also contactable via email if you'd prefer to email me. It is podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us with a request or a shout out and I'll make it happen on the show next month. Now also, if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to visit our YouTube channel. Just search for the Celine Dion podcast on YouTube and you'll find our channel there. This month on the channel, we've uploaded a short series of videos called Celine Dion Podcast Collectibles for you. Now these are short videos which focus on one piece of Celine Dion merchandise. Uh, It takes you up close and personal with a closer look of a Celine Dion item. So far, we've got videos up there focusing on Celine's first album, Le Voyage Bon Dieu. Also, Celine's first Christmas album, Celine Dion's Chante Noel, and we also take a closer look at the welcome pack that Team Celine members were sent back when the fan club was a pay-to-join fan club. So if you're interested in taking a closer look at some Celine Dion merchandise, just visit our YouTube channel at The Celine Dion Podcast on YouTube. Right then, to wrap it up this month, we've got a beautiful song for you from Celine's Telmont Je Demur album. Uh, Telmont Je Demur meaning I have so much love. This song, Visa Pour Le Bougeurs, which means Visa for Sunny Days, uh, one of my favourites actually from the early years of Celine Dion. Hopefully you enjoy it too. Uh, just before we play the song to bring the episode to a close this month, we have a brilliant interview clip. This is Renee being asked uh, back in the early 90s what his feelings were and how he felt about Celine's career beginning to take off. Uh, so a brilliant clip here from Renee, and then we'll finish the episode this month with Visa Pour Le Bougeurs from Telmont J. Demour. I really do hope you've enjoyed the show as always. It's been great to hear from so many of you this month. Thanks so much for getting in touch with the show. Uh, once again, a happy new year to everyone. Hope you had a great time, and we'll see you next month on February's episode of the Celine Dion Podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Take care, and until next time, bye-bye. Well, of course, I'm so proud, I'll tell you, Everything that happens, you were talking about the Oscars, the Grammys, and when I'm there and I see Celine up on stage singing with all these big stars and being a star herself, I always think of that day when she came in and sang in front of me in the office. Small, 12-year-old, shy, but she had something in her eyes that uh, was very special. (laughs) 